Warning, the following audio transmission is based on theory and is intended for entertainment purposes only. It's Doomsday and its affiliates will not be held liable for anything your dumbass does. Listener discretion is advised. Exactly. Um, so let's, Jake, let's talk about some of these names. <laughs> okay. Even, even though this is going into the cult side, I just want to, I want everybody in, in this episode, because I want to make sure everybody out there listening, I want you guys to unpack who this guy is. Then I want you to go back after this episode is completed on Friday and listen to the entire recruitment episode of the video recruitment tape he had out for Heaven's Gate before we get into the cult side of this. But I want to put you into perspective, because these are the names they came up with. Names chosen for Heaven's Gate members had six letters, three plus O-D-Y, all of which were capitalized. Examples include, and these aren't even names, Jake. Milody, but no I, M-L-L-O-D-Y. And then Surody, S-R-R-O-D-Y, Tillody, T-L-L-O-D-Y, Rothody, R-T-H-O-D-Y, Chakody, or I think Chakody, uh, C-H-K-O-D-Y, and Alexody, A-L-X-O-D-Y. Um, mm-hmm. T and Doe said that the next level was adopting us into their family, explained Sawyer, a longtime cult member known as S. Swody, uh, S-W-Y-O-D-Y, pronounced soy-o-d, soyody, right? So it's, um, <laughs> so it's really interesting when they got these names, like here, dude, here's your new name. Well, how the fuck do I say it? I don't know. You'll figure it out. Um, so the family name was Odie. That was basically, Odie was the name of the family, kind of like their given name, like their last name, I guess, which is weird shit thrown over top of it. Um, very, <laughs> very interesting. <laughs> and as stupid as it sounds, this this is this is like the first foot in the doorway of like th- this is you getting your first medal. And, and even though you may be like tiptoeing around all of this, like at first, you have some semblance of a belonging here, and then you're brought further in by by being given a new name. So you you feel that pull into this quote unquote family even further. And it becomes even more dangerous at this point. Right. And and Jake, dude, I mean, you couldn't have hit the nail on the head better because this name system was that system. So Applewhite and Nettles said that the Odie names identified their followers, followers as children of the next level. So what this meant was when they became adults in their eyes, they would drop the Y. So the family name would just be odd. <laughs> like no longer Odie but odd, which they extremely were. 
which was like a little next level humor because they were all kind of odd. They even admit this in the article. I mean, this is fucking great. <laughs> of course, you have to remember like this is this is back in a time where like this this is a completely new thing. Like we we all know a lot of these stories like this, but this this is like a totally new thing for these people. So it it's very extremely odd. So there's a process to reeling people in and that's what's happening. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, okay. Now, we talked about how, you know, Nettles was kind of the original leader of this cult, which I I really don't think, and, and we'll have to get into Nettles a little bit at some point, um, but I really don't think Nettles had the um, initiative to make people go out and off themselves. I just think she had something good going for her, and she wanted Marshall to be a part of it. And the um, problem was she she was also rooted in religion and she uh, she pulled him in with her knowledge of the Bible. And uh, they they kind of they took their combined knowledge and, and took teachings from the Bible and twisted it and made their own thing. Um, you know, there, there's kind of a parallel there. Um, you can see through like with Koresh, uh, with the disciples even you know how Jesus gives these people a new name. Um, this is essentially what they're copying from the Bible, but doing it with their own. Now, so just so everybody knows, and I want to clarify something, in no way, shape, or form are we getting down on religion, all right? Um, no, man. These, people, these people are extremists, right? I mean, that's what this is. Um, so initially, Applewhite Nettles preached that followers would undergo a biological transformation and become perfect alien beings. So let me re, let me restart this. So Applewhite um, and Crisis decided to reformulate the cult's philosophy after Nettles died in 85. That's that's the lead into this. Um, so initially, Applewhite Nettles preached that the followers would undergo a biological transformation and become perfect alien beings. Right. When the time was right, uh, Applewhite Nettles said everyone in the group would physically travel on a UFO to outer space, to an outer space version of heaven, okay? Now, for those of you that don't know, and I, I don't really want to get into this too hard because I want to save this for next week when we really get into the cult side of this. Um, I, I want to save all that. But anyway, so the two said that they've already reached a state of alien perfection. All right. And we're now existing in human vehicles. So that's how they portrayed themselves as people. We are aliens in these vessels, just kind of, you know, be bopping around Earth, waiting, you know, on our trip back home. That's kind of how that they how they perceive themselves. Um, um, so reality intruded, however, when Nettles became ill with cancer, her death was in 1985, which did not resemble a glorious alien rebirth. Um, it was in fact, in direct conflict with their teachings. Well, no shit. <laughs> I think that's pretty safe to say if you're, if you're telling somebody you're an alien and if you're telling somebody you're, you're just in this human skin and then you undergo this, um, you undergo this, you know, and you're not making it to this space nirvana. This is a, this is, how do you explain this to your followers? Right. I, I don't see how that would work. I mean, it's, again, it's a totally new thing. But, uh, you know, f uh, fortunately, but unfortunately, 
um, Marshall had a gift for public speaking. And so that, that brings its own sort of allure to it. Uh, when you, when you can connect to people, um, emotionally on that level, you can speak to them with something that resonates with them in, inside of them. And you make, you make it so, um, you, you hit that part in the person, uh, where they seem to have a hole and a lot of people seem to resonate with, uh, have you always felt like you're just a little bit out of place? You always walked around the world and felt like you were kind of a little different and a little askew from the normal perceptions of humans. Well, well, look at us. Here's what we do. We embrace the weirdness over here. We're the weird people. If you want to feel more like yourself, come be with the weird people and we will help you be more like your weird self. And, and some people were like, yeah, no, thanks. But but then some people kind of said, uh, yeah, um, that's me. I'm a weird one. Where do I sign? And he started to attract a following because he could definitely put it into words. Yeah, so there is. Um, but I mean, again, just like Koresh, like, God, it's so the weird, the similarities. I mean, I wonder I wonder if the FBI has started like a profile on these leaders. And I wonder if I'm on that list. Um, anyway, to continue into this. <laughs> Applewhite is the sole leader of the cult at this point. Ask members to marry him in a group ceremony. So put yourself in Applewhite's shoes. Did he want people to marry him because he was worried about people leaving? Was he insecure and didn't feel as a good, a good enough leader as Nettle was? What happened at this point where this came to be? This, this was that, that final... This was after you've already thrown the bait out, set the hook, and reeled it in. This is when you reach in and you grab the catch. That this is the final. That's that. And doing and doing that, you felt like you had you you had an obligation to be tied to him after this. That there was once you did that, you sealed the deal. There was no going back. Hey Preppers, do you want 10% off survival food? Go to www.readywise.com and use code DOOM10 at checkout for 10% off all your survival food needs. Again, that's code DOOM10 at checkout at readywise.com, D-O-O-M-10 for 10% off at readywise.com. Right, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Um... So Applewhite had always deferred to Nettles and called her the old member. She leaned to metaphysical philosophies and Applewhite followed her lead. But in her absence, Applewhite's ideas in religion and spirituality came to the fore and the cult, uh, the cult became more biblical in its outlook. So, of course, just like Koresh did, he utilized biblical teachings, I guess, and utilized the Bible to kind of push his agenda all right no more than deck no more than a decade after her death um he publicly declared himself the messiah um he de he declares himself as jesus returned to earth and declares it that uh t was one of was one of gods of the, one of, known as one of the gods of the father um so this is what he did after this, after all this, all this craziness happened, he then started referring to himself as the Messiah. And again, how Jake mentioned earlier in the episode, if you look into this guy's eyes, it's like there's something in there and it's not right. 
this guy, I believe, was evil to the core and was manipulating the shit out of people. Oh, it's absolutely a manipulation. It's it's preying on some people who are broken and don't realize that they are and and hitting them in that spot where they feel empty. It's it's definitely a manipulation tactic and he took full advantage of it and he knew how to do it and unfortunately he was very good at it. So, now let me explain to you guys something. Apple White made recruitment videos, he made training videos and, you know, he almost wanted like this weirdo perfection so for those of you guys that don't know um apple white and several other uh, cult members decided to get themselves castrated okay (laughs) and i hate to laugh about this because it's so horrible however um apple white's kind of argument with this was well we're going to a genderless world so what the hell do you need genitals for here, right? And at some point, I thought that maybe, and I, and I still think that this is some of this. I still think Applewhite was very sexually frustrated. Like there was something really wrong in that department. I think for him, and I think he felt that castration may have been the only option. I think if he thought if I'm going to do it, I want everybody else to do it with me. Because if you, if I'm not getting it, nobody's getting it. Um, I mean, but was he wrong though? I mean, what do you mean? I mean, like a, a, a genderless society? I mean, was he wrong, technically? I don't know. I've never been to this alien world he speaks of. <laughs> I mean, I'm living it, bro. I'm looking around wondering what's going on. Oh, are you, like today, genderless? Yeah, like, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, well, you know, maybe, yeah, well. Yeah, see, I, I was, I'm not going to agree with this guy, but damn. It's, uh, it is a little interesting there. It is. Anyway, so to get into this, um, so there, there are, it is, it is widely rumored and, and widely speculated that, um, he was also, he was struggling with homosexuality. So this might, this might've been, this might've had some parts of that too. What? You know what I mean? Yeah. No. He, I mean, I don't think they wore purple sashes for no reason, Jake. <laughs> Purple's a color of royalty. Is it? Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, so now, interestingly enough, when, you know, th- this cult decided to commit suicide, Marshall didn't put himself last at the list. Uh, he was fully committed to his craziness, right? He was not the last to die out of all the members. You would think that, but that wasn't the case. Um so that's just some more insight into what Applewhite had going on leading up to the events um, of this mash, mash, <laughs> mass casualty. Um, so, I mean, this is typically the point where we get to calling people or letting people call in for questions and things like that. Uh, unless there's anything else you guys care to specifically know through the chats, let me know. Um, but this is this is a brief rundown on who Applewhite was and what he had going on until um, until he ended up in the full blown cult and and the mass suicide and the reasons behind it and things like that, which we will cover on next Monday's episode. Um, Jake, any thoughts on anything before we start taking Collins? On I want to know where the sign up sheet is to castrate myself. 
Oh. Um, is there a Google Doc for this? or I don't know. You know what? <laughs> I'll look I'll look into that. Um so Mags is asking uh where to sign up for the Patreon. It's very simple. If you guys are on Podbean, go to the homepage for its doomsday podcast on here and there's going to be a little red icon you can click that and you can sign up for the patreon guys and you'll start getting these episodes as soon as me and jake are done with these these will get posted on the patreon program that are patreon program they will be there um and they'll also be there ad free and they go up as soon as we're done uh same with the episodes i do with al they go right up they'll be there um we've only got a few up right now because we just started this um but yeah if you guys really want to get to this guy and really want more on this, there are a ton of podcasters out there who have covered Heaven's Gate that have done a way better job than I have that can actually fucking read, all right? <laughs> like, so if you want to get some more information on this before we get into next week's episode, feel free to hit up some other podcast. I think last podcast on the left did a good job on this, and I know there's a handful of others. Just type it in a search engine, and it'll all pop up. But just remember, when you're looking at this guy, think Koresh, because the similarities are very interesting. Very, very interesting. And we are going to, yeah, and I saw um, Patreon, Patreon, not Patreon. Yes, thank you, Eric. Um, Heaven's Gate cult conceded with the Haley Bob comment. Yes, we will get into that. On next week's show, Eric, why they did what they did, why they selected the time to do it, what the reasoning was behind it, uh, a little bit about the victims and and things like this. And guys, I'm I'm just going to tell you, if you want more of this before next week, there are a there's a ton of sources of information for this online. You can get witness statements, and uh, you can get they. So Marshall Applewhite had these uh, leaders of the cult do exit videos, and they're all available on YouTube. So you can go in and listen to these people talk, and it is it is freaking creepy. Jake, have you got the have you ever seen the uh, the exit tapes? I haven't seen the exit tapes, but I saw one of the initial recruitment videos, and that's why I bring up the thing about the eyes because I always remember that video, and it's just the the man needs to learn how to blink a little bit more. You know, he he gets a little intense with those eyeballs, and it kind of throws you off. It throws you off your game. Yeah, I mean, it's it it really is. That is one thing that that does stand out in a lot of his stuff, especially when he gets, especially when he gets preachy. Um, it's it's really interesting, and I don't know. I mean, hey, preppers, check out Blackbeard Fire Starters. Go to www.blackbeardfire.com backslash doomsday and utilize code doomsday for 10% off your entire order at blackbeardfire.com. Clearly the guy was mentally unstable. All right. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's no, there's no if, ands or buts about it. He was highly mentally unstable, but he was that scary mentally unstable. He was that mentally unstable that could manipulate people into doing some of the craziest shit. And, and I mean, marry him, get castrated for him, drink the Kool-Aid, the whole nine yards. This guy had it on lock and Raccoon says he was a psycho. Um, yes, he was. He had a great, great power of manipulation over people. That's for damn sure. But again, like so many other cult leaders, he put on the weak. And this, this is going to be a common theme 
as we progress with other stories as well. You're going to see a lot of this, a lot of this um, enigmatic characters who who tend to prey on people who feel lost in their lives and and in their identities, and many people resonate with that because if you felt lost all of your life you finally pick the one place where you're found you lean into it a hundred percent right in uh gray area what's up dude welcome in he said don't assume his gender <laughs> i guess i guess you can't since he cut his nuts off um <laughs> and yeah so raccoon i i do want to get into the jim jones thing too this Marshall Applewhite thing. Welcome in, dude, Sean. This Marshall Applewhite thing. No, I I really wanted to cover this Heaven's Gate cult because I'm I'm seeing so many similarities. We covered Waco a while ago, and uh, the similarities with this are really interesting. And we started talking about this in one live one night, and no one really knew what this was. And I really wanted to shed light on this. I really wanted to paint a picture of who this guy was for everybody before we really get into the cult side of this because when you start hearing the extremes that they went to and, and the things that they did, it's kind of like, well, who could have done this? And now, you know, now, you know, the story of Marshall Applewhite. The the foundational understanding is important because you have to, you have to understand where, where the draw and the pull comes from. And it, and it, like I said, it, I, I keep repeating it, but it's, it's going to be re- a repeated theme through a lot of these which is those those lost and broken souls who feel like they don't have a place finally found a place and and you take it steps further and instead of just giving them a place you make it seem like it's a family because a lot of these people never had an actual family before and now they have an opportunity to feel like they're welcomed into a just a large collection of of people like themselves but they all just love and care about each other and they all just seem to have have this one secular idea around it um, so they feel very welcome and the door is very open for them until it closes and it's too late and they're already in and and we're seeing that pull in we're seeing the we're, we're seeing the bait cast out and these people totally buy it and the ones who don't they just say eh fine whatever it's not for you and you know that's it's totally amicable and it's fine but the but some of the people just eat this up because they're just broken inside and they they don't have anything else no and i understand that and i mean you know we saw the same thing with Waco. he took people that were seeking a following that were a little bit outcast he utilized religion to do so he he uh, isolated from the he isolated his followers from the outside world just like this guy did, right? And he created a new world for them. He put them in his world. And I mean, you know, we Koresh was very, I mean, you could see a lot of what he did was like an ego trip. Like I'm like, because Koresh was this guy, I'm the only one that's allowed to have um, relations within the group, right? You're not allowed to sleep with your wife, but I am. That's the kind of stuff Koresh did, Okay. Want to be a guest on the show? Email it's doomsdaypodcast at gmail.com. That's it's doomsdaypodcast at gmail.com. Applewhite was just like, no, nobody's getting any. Nobody's getting any. Not only am I not getting any, but you guys aren't getting any, and you're getting chopped, you know, for that reason. Um, just wild <laughs> and crazy. It's so it's their own twist on on the same thing. I mean, Applewhite taught that that everything was just a walk-in you come and go as you please but 
but really you didn't once you were there you were stuck because you were too far in but this was like this was all of this surrounding the new age stuff during the 70s you know so it was it was right in that time where where people were more open to it and coming around to it so he took full advantage of that and and he uh, he goes he does explain that what exactly walk-ins were and he said that they were um, they were like higher beings who took control of adult bodies to teach humanity so it's he he puts a weird twist on to everything but the the more you delve into it it's like well i mean for somebody if they felt really lost and had no other place like this kind of makes sense and it's 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 terrible so yeah no you're 100 right uh welcome blake welcome crucible so jake i did want to point something else out too you guys got to understand at this time there was no internet there was no cell phones there was no way for these people to have immediate communication with the outside world so when they when they were in with this guy it's not like i mean if you wanted to make a call you had to go to the landline to do it you had to go to a payphone to do it you couldn't just send a text to your parents or your kids and check in and say hey how are you doing hence one of the reasons why you know they they I don't want to say it's the only reason why they left the exit tapes, but I'm sure it had something to do with it. And we'll get into that a little bit next week. But do you, I mean, I'm thinking like between this and, and Koresh, you think that played a, a big tool within their power is the fact that nobody had communication with the outside world. Yeah. This, th that's also a popular thing, man. You, like I said, you remove the identity, you give them a new identity and then you remove all communication with the outside world. So you create this echo chamber. So you're just a bunch of people living within a bunch of people's same thoughts all in one place. And you, you can't go and reach out to somebody who's out there in reality to snap you back and be like, Hey, you're making a mistake. This is wrong. This is totally messed up. You need to leave now. And that's, that's the last thing that you want to happen when you're creating something like this. So you, like I said, you remove the old person, you give them a new identity, and you give them a place that's isolated from everyone else so you don't have any more outside influence, and you fully immerse them in this world. And it's like this, this immersion of this world becomes who you are after enough time. And, and it's just like with anything else, you know... Um, you know, we, we get an injury like, uh, you know, let's let's say you tripped outside and like cut your elbow and it hurts and it's new and it's fresh. But after like a day, you're used to it. it this is kind of the similar thing is that you, you 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 get into this new this new thing and it's brand new and it's a little uncomfortable. But after a while, the mind has a very, very innate ability to to be adaptable so as soon as you take every other outside experience away your mind is more quick to adapt to this and be set in this and once you're there you're stuck right no i i get what you're saying and i mean the in guys this isn't something that happens in five minutes this is something that takes time you got to work on people you got to break them down and these guys, these type of guys are very, very good at doing that. Apple White was extremely good at doing this. It's, I mean, it, it's scary to think that people like this exist. I mean, in my opinion, this is somebody that's more dangerous than Manson, right? I know not a lot of people would agree with that logic, but I'm going to tell you what, he had, <laughs> Apple White had a higher victim count anyway. Um, I just realized I welcomed everybody in here, but my wife, welcome mischief. <laughs> 
and welcome uh kelvin in as well no but i mean that that's the thing this isn't I don't think his goal for a second was let's get everybody together and let's do this. Let's wear on people over time. Big thing. Do you think, cause I, I kind of think he did believe everything that he was preaching. Do you think he believed everything? I, I think once he kind of got that encouragement from other people when they were like, yeah, yeah, me too. I, yeah, I'm totally different too. I think that was general encouragement that kind of sealed the deal for him. And once he was like, I think I got something, I think I'm onto something here. I should delve further into it. Once you, again, once you get so far into it, you're just stuck. You're, and you, and it's some people never come out of that. And, and I think he understood I, I think he understood those principles of of the the isolation and removing all the external stimuli and and uh, you know as as things progress we'll go forward with things later on and you'll find out that there's a that there is a similar trajectory here where of, of isolation where you isolate from the family and you create the individual you give them an identity you take away their money you give them you give them a task you make them feel almost almost sort of like a communistic society where everybody shares everything and they're in their little commune um you're gonna find out that these are common themes it's just the approach that that is that is different but it reaches the same goal which is to isolate and recreate somebody and make them a new person so to speak Hey preppers, check out Blackbeard Fire Starters. Go to www.blackbeardfire.com backslash doomsday and utilize code doomsday for 10% off your entire order at blackbeardfire.com. No, and, and I mean it it's really it's really scary when you when you kind of when you put it that way, it's I mean it's it's a lot scarier. I mean, there's nothing that's not scary about this. Like, let's be honest. I mean you know, at the, at the peak of this group, they had like 200 members. Yeah. I mean, so you got to think, I mean, <laughs> so guys think about this. It's hard to build to give you the sense of the kind of power that this guy had of manipulation. Imagine trying to build a following of 200 people online, right? With the technology we have today, making videos with editing, everything else. This guy was doing it, just traveling around. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that was the way to do it. I mean, he was putting that work in. Yeah. But also it's, that says a lot about how how many lost souls there are out there too, you know. Right. Good evening, Bethy. Welcome in. So I I mean, guys, that's about all I got on this. Um, unless somebody has anything that they want to call in with about Marshall Applewhite or Jake, unless you got something. I mean, I think we can wrap this one a little early tonight. That's fine. Um I, I do have a question for you, Jester. Yeah, man. What's up? Did you ever feel alone at any time in your life? Yes, I you have. Did? Yes. Oh man, I'm so sorry to hear that. You know, um, did you ever kind of feel like you were the odd one out all the time? Oh man, yeah, me too. And, you know, I. So listen, man, I I got this piece of land over here. You want to come check it out? Like it's free. Like it's it's. You just walk in, dude. Like you don't even have to tell me you're coming. You just show up. You you want to check it out? Really? Yeah, dude. I'd love to. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey. By the way, do you have like, do you have any money or anything? Um, you know, because we could use, you know, if you're gonna hang out, like, you're more than welcome to. But like, you can stay if you want to. Um, but if you do, like, we're gonna need to like develop things. You know, like we need like water source and some food and and all that. You know. 
Well, yeah, dude. I mean, I, I have no friends. I have no family. I don't have a girlfriend. Of course I got money in the bank. <laughs> dude, <laughs> I I will not only just be your friend. I I will be your family. I need family. How does that feel? Would you like me to be your family? Yes. I will be your daddy. Okay. <laughs> you want to get married? <laughs> Maybe someday. Okay. Well, if you're going to stick around, you know, I, I'm going to give you a new name and I'm going to call you Lester. Um, and, and when you're around, um, you get to hang out with everybody. I'm going to change your name. You're going to be Lester and everybody's going to just love everybody and get married and share everything. And you're never going to have to hurt ever again. And you know, the coolest part about it, dude, is, is you get to be an alien because of it. Wait, I get to be an alien? You get to be an alien. As a matter of fact, you're an alien right now, Jester. Holy crap. No way. You are an alien right now. You're just an alien perusing around inside a human meat popsicle, just waiting to get unzipped and jump out. And the only thing that you have to do is just die for it. If that's you want to become your alien person and ascend to that higher level, that's all you got to do. Well, I mean, we all die anyway at some point, right? So why not? Yeah, dude. Um, sounds enticing, right? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Step three. You want to cut off your dick? No. <laughs> Damn it. I thought I heard it. What? Are you going to cut yours off? I already did. Well, all right. Fine. Let's go. <sighs> felt great too so we do have a, a caller that called in um <laughs> raccoon what's up man we got How another one <laughs> i'm i'm doing pretty good considering it's snowing like crazy out here <laughs> gotcha where you guys get it next it's not snowing where oh, i am really not. To, yeah so, something i wanted to point out though is every religious i say that hesitantly because they always put up some form of a higher being that we're going to meet or something every one of the religious cults that are all around the world there's hundreds or thousands of them they're all over the place some of them never get to be the limelight because there's not in the the agenda for the news to flash out a third world country having a cult. And, but they showed the ones here in the United States or ones who dealt with American citizens. But there's others around the world that have gone off and killed thousands of people because they, they, they called for it. They were brainwashed so badly that they did it without hesitation. And these people that you're talking about down in them bunkers there in the desert, yeah, that's what they did. And what ones didn't do it were suffocated. Now, I, I commented about Jim Jones. Yeah, the kids got the Kool-Aid first. The parents, they give up and went. But some of the people tried to escape. They were shot in the back by the security guards that kept the commune closed down so they couldn't leave because they basically were nothing more than slaves to Jim Jones and his his little merchandising scheme he played on them. And that's what a lot of these cults do. They they they're not in it for the religious leader reasons. They're in it for power, money, and control. 
That's all it's about. That's all well, you gotta, anything's you know, about. You got to think, though, Raccoon, the, uh, Applewhite kept these people there with no security forces. I know, but he had them he out in the middle of the freaking desert. Where are they going to well, go? Pure <laughs> manipulation, man. Yeah. As a cold brainwashing. Leader, you make more money. Brainwashing. Not manipulation, member, you, but you brainwashing. What'd you say, I Jake? Said, as a cult leader, you make more money, but as a follower, you have more fun. Oh, yeah, you have it all the time. That's not yours because <laughs> they require you, like, guy down Texas. Those people, they slaved away inside there, but they were happy because they were brainwashed to be happy doing what they were doing, just like with every other cult that ever had a some kind of a hierarchy to it. But that guy had him out in the desert, and where are you going to go when you don't have any water? You ain't getting far. Not in the desert. Hey, preppers. Do you want 10% off survival food? Go to www.readywise.com and use code DOOM10 at checkout for 10% off all your survival food needs. Again, that's code DOOM10 at checkout at readywise.com. D-O-O-M-10 for 10% off at readywise.com. He wasn't worried about losing them. And the, the animals will take care of the ones that strayed away. But he was in it basically just to kill the people. He was a psychotic individual. Which one, which one are you talking about now? Are you talking about Applewhite or are you talking about, about Jim Jones? Okay. I'm talking about White. Jim Jones, he had him corralled down in the jungle. Because okay? White had him corralled in, in the desert. They weren't going anywhere because... right. So, but Applewhite was grabbing, the, he was grabbing these people from all over. Well, yeah, he was, but he was bringing he was them traveling. to the desert. Right. Well, that's, Koresh did the same thing. He brought him to the middle yeah. of nowhere, Texas. Yeah. I, so I guess, I guess it's very safe to say, I mean, I know we've, we touched on it a bunch of times uh, on tonight's show, but guys, isolation is key. I mean, if you haven't caught your prep stock tickets yet, make sure you do. <laughs> Well, you know, the, the government tried to get us to... to What's up, Antioch? You know, lockdowns. Okay. Right, no, yeah. They're all chasing their 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 spiritual uh, buyer. You know, they're doing hideous things to people. They're causing them to have death, but it was like, comply so I don't have to take the blame for it. And that's what these guys did comply drink the kool-aid okay all of them did that except for crash out there in in texas is this that the fbi and and everybody just stormed the damn place and tried to burn it down and kill everybody i mean you know well the- a lot of the, the, there's a lot of things to look at with crash but these other two guys they were just hideously trying to kill people and they did Jones had a couple survivors that literally played dead and nobody checked them. Too many bodies to check. One thing I, you know, so this was for Applewhite though, guys, this was more, this was like part of a legacy for him. Yeah. He wanted people to know what they did. He, you know, it wasn't this, I mean, not only, so there was like video of these final people's moments. They made sure yep. someone was alive so they could share this with the world. This was like a legacy thing for him. Welcome in Dina and welcome back Shelby. This was like also a in his manifesto what he was going to do to him. 
yeah. take him to the promised land one way or the other. So, uh, Raccoon, I appreciate you calling in. I'm going to go ahead and drop you out because we're going right. to we're going to wrap this up a little bit right, sooner. Thanks, me on. Yeah, thank you, Raccoon. Have a good one, boss. All right, Jake, you still with me? What? Huh? <laughs> so, guys, we are we are going to wrap up a little bit early tonight. We're going to wrap up about ten minutes early, uh, just because I'm. I want to keep this on point. I'm kind of out of uh, things to talk about in regards to Apple White. I'm out of um, reading material here. Um, and we don't, I mean, I'm not going to go as far as into this guy as what kind of pull ups this guy wore as a child. But I mean, you guys get the gist of who this guy was. You guys get the gist of the power of manipulation, how he was able to do what he did. Uh, and like I said, next week, we're going to get into the actual cult, what was going on. We're going to get deeper into that. And in the interim, we're going to have a uh, the entire recruitment video is going to be posted up on its Doomsday Podcast platform. Apple White can't sue me because guess what? He is D.E.D. dead. And you guys will be able to listen to that whole thing in its entirety. And I suggest getting a listen, giving it a listen before next Monday's show, because this is going to give you a great sense of what these people were hearing that decided to go in and drink the Kool-Aid and commit suicide, right? You're going to get a great sense of that. Listen to this. This was the actual audio. This is the actual audio from the videos he utilized to suck these people in. And so I definitely being, suggest, you know. Imagine being so convincing that you could get someone to cut their private parts off. I could never be that convincing. That's charism. That's correct. That's charisma, my friend. I guess. <laughs> I will never ask any of you guys to do that. Um, yeah, but with about a minute left here, Jake, you got anything? If not, we are going to be out of here. Um, I finished a short film, Jester. Oh yeah, you know what? I was going to ask you about that. Tell me more. How? Because I saw you. You know, I saw pictures on your Instagram from it. I I know that they snuck you off in the middle of the night. Uh, tell me more. Yeah, dude. Um, I, I filmed a short film. It'll be out. So they want to get it out in like eight weeks. It's called Last Dance. I played a, uh, I played the uh, character called uh, Ballet Master Florence, who was a uh, very stern individual who has a permanent injury and walks with a cane. Um, and he's very, uh, very, very hard on his students because he wants them to be the best. So where where is this show going to air where could we watch it when does it come out i don't know yet but they'll let me know and when i know everyone will know because i'll put the link out um but they are going to submit it to as many festivals as they can um i i did this for a, a local town um close by to me and i was happy to do it and uh, this is uh this is a uh, senior director's project final project very cool yeah man it's it's you know it was when i found out you got the part i was pretty excited than when you were texting me telling me you were on your way there i was excited and then when i saw the pictures on instagram i got more excited and i i'm so glad you brought it up because i was gonna ask you about it and it totally slipped my mind because i was so excited <laughs> it was honestly pretty cool because i didn't have to change much i didn't have to dance i just had to be my usual stern self you looked good thanks man yeah you guys check out Jake's Instagram if you want some pictures of that. I look pretty good in a suit. Yeah, man. Don't worry. I'm not going to try to steal you from the dirt lady. 
too late. You already have. Oh. Also, Ma's house is going to come out soon. No, I'm not. I don't have a date yet, but I'll let you guys know. It's they're finishing. They're doing the final touch on Tubi, and when they're done on their side, it's out. Oh, it's going to be on Tubi. It'll be on Tubi, and uh, from what I understand, there's eventually going to be like a Tubi Plus. You know, the subscription model everybody's going to. Huh. Very cool. Yeah, because you know what? I just downloaded Tubi the other day. Um, I don't know much about it yet. I definitely got to uh, dive a little deeper into it. Um, but yeah, dude, I, I've been because I've been kind of waiting for you to mention, you know, when that show is coming out. I've been keeping quiet. It was supposed to be out in October, but apparently Tubi started like really, really like leaning into their thing. And I, they're making a lot of changes. So everything is delayed, not just our show, but everybody's show. Um, but it's from what I understood the last time I, I spoke to anybody, um, it's, it's going through the finishing touches and we're at the finish line. Very, very cool, man. Very cool. Um, all right, guys. So that's it. That's it. It's doomsday podcast, Monday night live. We're about to be out of here. Uh, everybody that came into the show tonight, guys, I greatly appreciate you. Tell your friends, share it out. You know, all that good stuff. This will be uploaded immediately, uh, for the patrons to go back and listen uh in its entirety not in two parts also ad free if anybody out there wants to get the ad free episodes definitely join the patreon program on uh the podbean website app whatever you're utilizing and jake that's it man once again dude thank you for joining me my pleasure dude my pleasure i'm always happy to be here i love the show yeah man hell yeah it's uh and it's getting better and better except uh we're not reading any new york times articles again clear i am i am now excited for mondays more than i've ever been dude that's awesome man i'm happy you're happy here i'm happy here i think i'm gonna stay here for a little while can i be part of the family yeah dude absolutely just wear purple and cut your balls off i love purple and i i do like my balls i think i'll can i keep them for now yes um i i need to confiscate them from time to time but yes you can't keep them is there a ball cutting off deadline no, but there is a ceremony. Ooh, okay. Go on. <laughs> um, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> That's it. Okay. Oh, God. And, you know, and, and for those of you guys that don't know, I these topics, like, very much so disturb me, and that's why I'm so off tonight. That's half the reason. Not a fun thing to talk about, but we're going to do it. We're going to do it again next week, guys. We're going to be back. Uh, for everybody that came in, once again, love you all. Jake, we're out of here. Have a great night, everybody. Finish off your Monday strong. See you, everybody. This is an emergency action message. At approximately 1 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, Nora is tracking 15 ICBM nuclear missiles inbound to the following cities. Orlando, Miami, Pittsburgh, Dover, Newark, Richland, Philadelphia, New York City, Baltimore, Los Angeles, Las Vegas, Boston, Seattle, Detroit. This is an extremely deadly situation. Stay tuned, the next emergency message will be a presidential address.